She's in Kingston, Jamaica. Yes. Yeah. Our second guest for Hazy Not Crazy hails from Kingston, Jamaica. Awesome woman. She's 32, has had epilepsy since she was three years old. But not and diagnosed until 26. I think. There you go. And right. her favorite color changes due to every season of how she feels. <laughs> I like and that. And she's obsessed over anything with an olive green aesthetic. So right now, right now, that's right. the color of choice. Come on, Nathan. Yeah. You know, you got to get into a female mind. Well, not only female, <laughs> but and I get, I get the army camo green thing. It's, it's there you go. Thing. That makes sense. And then she enjoys doing nothing and being on a beach on the weekends, which I probably would, too, if I was in Kingston, Jamaica. Vanessa. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yay. This is me. It's just one of those days. We've made it. Uh, I tell you, can you guys hear me properly? A hundred percent. Okay, because I have a mic too, but I'm not like holding it. <laughs> That's oh. I wish I wasn't holding this one either. But yeah, we, we were talking about. We can hear you perfectly, Vanessa, and thank you so much for joining us. We were talking about getting another microphone so you could see, you know, our faces versus just holding this block, you know, but. Get the, um, get the ones that you pin on your body. Oh, yeah, like a lavalier. Yeah. That's a good, see, yeah. I mean, clearly it only took us 55 minutes for me to get everybody on here. One I step at a like, time. It Same. worked when you guys weren't on. Oh, man. I feel like we've been through a really traumatic experience together, guys. How are we holding up? How, do you, how, how, do you, how have you been dealing with this stress during this time of connection, guys? It's not well. For two years, we would like, get it. Oh, man. Oh. I'm so happy. Uh, Vanessa, welcome to Hazy Not Crazy. How are you? Me, okay. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. That's that's the most um, I can give right now. Is just I'm doing okay. Okay, perfect. I mean, so I remember actually seeing. So this was probably two years ago or a year and a half ago, Vanessa. I came across an epilepsy hashtag video on Instagram where you were talking about epilepsy. It was a brief. It was a brief video. And mm -hmm. I started following you and then uh, cut to past COVID, still during COVID. Shannon and I, were, we want to do this podcast. And I reached out to you, which you're now in Kingston, Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And I got to learn a little bit about your story. And you shared with us um, about epilepsy and seizures. And I think it's so cool. Some of the other advocacy work you've done over time that I've learned about too. So um, we'll talk about that. What? is um god i'm so my mind is so fro my mind is so fried from these tech issues well he gave you a great uh intro vanessa so that was real real nice we learned a lot about you favorite colors things that you like to do in your spare time and uh, oh, when you yeah. when you started yeah. having seizures when you were diagnosed and so we're excited to talk to you a little bit more about uh all of that and sure. becoming a producer because i understand you have your own podcast too and hopefully not as much technical difficulties as you do as i just had um not not that much but um 
I want to work on it. It's a lot. It's a lot happening uh, with regards to the pandemic and just trying to find uh, find myself and what I want to do. And mm. I feel like everybody's going through this soul searching <laughs> um, journey. So I'm right there with them. Oh, awesome! And what 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 are some of the parts of your soul that you're searching? You know, living in Kingston. I mean, you know, it's obviously epilepsy and we'll talk about that later but you're a very creative woman i know you're a creative art director and it seems like you do graphic design and stuff what what other parts of the soul are you are you searching um really and truly my the ultimate thing for me is just working on my mental health um that's that's something i can work on besides having epilepsy you know i take my meds every day and that's something that i have control over um but when it comes on to my mental health and all the fears and anxiety that i have that's my main focus right now so soul searching just trying to be okay with being alone um i'm not alone but just <laughs> being okay with it um, especially when you do have epilepsy and they're just like, well, you know, anything can happen when you're having a seizure and if there isn't anyone there and you can have a concussion and it, it can get from zero to a hundred real quick, but yeah, just trying to find myself mentally and what that looks like. I love that, Vanessa. Uh, that's amazing. And it's such a large part of epilepsy. And it's something that I'm, I as well am super passionate about. And I think um, it needs to be something that we're focusing on more and more, for sure. I mean, not only does epilepsy physically affect our brains, but right mentally and um I facilitate a support group for adults with epilepsy, and one of the big conversations is always how how do we go from day to day? Or yeah. even last week, it was, and Nathan was on the call last week, and I thought this was a really, you know, we have a seizure and we feel like we have to apologize to people. I'm so sorry I had a seizure. I'm so sorry, and you feel guilty, and then the guilt can lead to, you know, I, I'm depressed. I made you feel this way. I did this. I did that, and how do you not feel guilty? How do you pick yourself up? How do you uh, make yourself feel better? How do you go from day to day? I mean, these are so many questions. Mm -hmm. And what, what, what do you do? What, what could you tell our listeners and viewers, you know, that, that takes you from one day to the next that? Well, um, what I can say is that coping looks different for everyone. So, um, when you're on social media or whatever it is, you know, the main things are waking up early, meditating, working out. Um, these are just general things, journaling, stuff like that. But when it comes to real life, some of those things you aren't going to be able to do fully. And... I try to balance as much as I can. Of course, I'd love to like meditate for a half hour and feel refreshed, but sometimes I can't even stay focused for 10 minutes. 
So it just it it's just taking it day by day and just remembering at some point to focus on yourself a little bit instead of just constantly going, going, going. Because yeah, it doesn't look the same for everyone. Sure doesn't. Oh, that reminded me of you made a post the other week I commented on Vanessa about memory and I had yeah. just had a really bad seizure like six weeks ago and kind of I felt like it was the first time my memory was like compensated. You know, it's like 51st dates with me, right? And <laughs> <laughs> can you, so is- I laugh because it's true. I'm not laughing, <laughs> laughing about you. Uh, because my-, my Laughing with my you, not for you, not at you. <laughs> yeah, my memory sucks and I let people know and we laugh about it. But it really is true. Like, <laughs> have you? Ever... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, I have. I've had. I've had times where I'm so convinced about something that I've for I've forgotten that it got so bad to the point where I started crying because at the time the medication that I was taking was contributing to it, and. Uh, it's it's scary like we laugh about it but it is actually scary to know that you can't for the life of you remember a certain thing that you went through or just like what happened yesterday you know and these are things that people with like alzheimer's go through i think yeah that they go through and they're of a certain age so you kind of understand that but when you're in your 20s and you're in your 30s and these things are happening to you right then and there, it just feels like half of your life is missing or is compensated. Yeah. Do you have any, um, when, when you miss out on those moments, do you have any, like I'm interested to know if you have like a mechanism to maybe try to facilitate your memory or like taking notes you know, like that movie oh. Memento, the guy tattooed memories on him or, I mean, nothing. I, I don't see any tattoos, I, but. I definitely write a lot. Like I have journals and sketchbooks, like sketchbooks, like all over the place. Um, but then I definitely like forget to write. <laughs> I forget to write in them. And so I use like apps on my phone. I use like the reminder. I use notes. I use a journaling app called day one um and i still i still forget i still forget it's it's crazy for lack of a better word um how much we we try and i feel i feel like some persons are more like harder on themselves when they try and and it doesn't work out because i did the same thing but it's just a part of your condition. You're going to forget things and just don't be too hard on yourself. There's a time I called a meeting and I made everyone sign the memo and I forgot about the meeting. <laughs> so, so I was late. <laughs> and they're like, we've been waiting on you. I'm like, why? <laughs> oh, man. Was what that, yeah. would you say is more affected, Vanessa, your short-term memory or your long-term memory? 
I think my short-term memory, but like because your short-term memory is affected in the long run, you won't remember what the short-term memory is. So, yeah, I hear you. How about you, Nathan? What's yours? Oh well, this most recent case was short-term. I mean, this girl was telling me about her father and her occupation and stuff, and then I remember we were talking about him the next day, and I said, I looked at her, I was like. Your dad was in marketing too, you know, like it's the first time I heard it. And she looked at me like this. She went, she like, didn't think she didn't know if I was joking with her. She didn't know if I was just like, she didn't know what was going on. I was like, and I was, I was like little kid excited to hear this information as if it was brand new. But in reality, it had happened now two or three times. So, I mean, that's a really interesting moment to kind of go through. I remember one time too, Shannon, I did, and Vanessa, I, I was at work in California and I was really stressed about getting an email off. I go mm-hmm. to my email, I go to my sent box. I'm stressing, I'm sweating over this email, getting off this email. I look and guess, and I, the day before I had already sent the email. <laughs> <laughs> and so I already sent the email. I just, I was just, I look, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> And then it just, I just it smiled, is. but it, it's scary. And I admire your take on that, Vanessa, to kind of truck through. And, and like you said, we have to sort of laugh about these things and just to kind of, I think it's a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a fair one. I mean, and, and sometimes the, yeah, I mean, that's why I've always enjoyed laughter because it's really a way to, again, cope with things that are just abnormal. Or, or not used to you and and uh well so, and i think Nathan, you know? that's why you know we developed this podcast too you know and vanessa it's it's meant to be kind of an upbeat take on living life with epilepsy and uh you know people with epilepsy know you you know they're you have to be able to laugh at yourself a little bit and in people with any other disorders or diseases, no, there, yeah. there has to be an element of humor to get you through from day to day. And I think, um, you know, and, and you probably know this with, with mental health too, it absolutely is serious. But um, for me and for Nathan, things that have gotten through us through um, is the ability to laugh. And to say, well, hey, you know, the, a walk team at one of our walks was named Seizure Salad. Like, I think that's pretty funny. You know, I'm not, you know, I mean, I, I like it. I think it's hilarious. And I think it's a good way to show, like, we're not going to take ourselves too seriously um, because, you know, we still have this life to live. And- yeah. And, and I was going to compliment the name of the podcast because I, I thought it was funny. I was like, hey, you're not crazy, you know. And I was, I was like, oh, that's cute. Oh. Um, and it's, it, it is what it is because usually like for epilepsy, when you're doing like fundraisers and stuff like that, they, they host like a walkathon. And I remember I was inviting some of my friends to one that we, we host here and they're like, also, oh, why didn't you guys have a, like a marathon, like a, a running? I'm like, girl, we don't run. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we, we sure don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 
we're overexerting ourselves. We don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Really so what, what's I know you're in some advocacy work and um, and I think you did a, a really cool event. I saw arts for epilepsy. I don't know when that was, um, but it was a that, you, that was um, 2019. That was before the pandemic because I wanted to host another one. But yeah. Yeah, can you tell us about that event? I think, uh, from what I read, it was about raising money for medications for, and I'm trying to get into like you know this epilepsy care in, in Kingston. I'm interested to know what that landscape looks like. Yeah, so there's a there's a lot of politics when it comes on to um, having certain disorders or conditions. Um, so you do get some help from the government for your epilepsy medications. I'm not sure about the long list of them or the different types, but um, when it comes on to insurance companies, if you list like a pre-existing condition, it's harder to get insurance. Like they don't want to cover you. So the medication is still a little bit higher for most people. So um, at the time, it was just art for epilepsy was just a sip and paint because they were very popular. They were like becoming very popular at the time. And uh, as like you know, I wanna I wanna host one because I've I've I know artists. I um, I know people, but what I didn't expect was it to be as big as it was and that was that was really really great like i got the venue for free i got the artists for free i got the wine for free i got people to work for free nice (laughs) i got the the videographer photographer for free um the only thing i really like spent on myself was the art supplies and like the renting of like tables and chairs but um it was uh, it was surreal just to say hey this is for persons with epilepsy to get their medication um how do you feel about collaborating or joining or whatever and people jumped on board so it was great oh that's awesome because yeah we do have a really bad stigma surrounding epilepsy here because we're very religious. We're a very religious country and we're very superstitious. So um, epilepsy is associated with like spirits overtaking your body and, you know, the devil. So. (laughs) Oh, the devil dressed in red over here. There you go. Have you ever gotten that? Gotten what? Like, you know, you're talking about it being surreal hosting this fundraiser and then your your country's a little religious and spirits. Have you ever faced any of that personally, like with that belief or is that an everyday thing? Is that just kind uh, of... No, I have, but that was when I was younger. Um, like I said, I've been having seizures since I was three, but I wasn't diagnosed. But throughout that time, my mom was trying to find out what was wrong with me. And... Uh, Persons will talk, you know, like someone in a neighborhood or if she's trying to explain to someone else, then they're they're 
talking about their opinions or what they think is is wrong with you and they don't have a phd but they're very christian so you know it's it's just like oh she'll grow out of it or um there's there's a ghost following behind her and if you do this they will stop if you do that they will stop so yeah i have um experienced it but because i wasn't diagnosed I didn't associate it with epilepsy, but after afterwards, I afterwards I found out really what the the comments were about. Wow, that's that's kind <laughs> of. I mean, you know, I think one of the things Nathan and I wanted to talk about was, you know, what it's like to have epilepsy and and. It, you know, in another country and what's, what does that look like? And you just gave us a really big snapshot, you know, very clear (laughs) snapshot of that. And, uh, that, that's amazing. I mean, and is that still happening? You, that's a pretty, um, well, I've been pretty vocal about epilepsy and, uh, um, when I had that event, sorry, I look away when I'm thinking, when I had that event, um, there was a neurologist. He's the, the biggest neuro, epilepsy neurologist in the Caribbean, and he was there. And uh, um, we, we used that opportunity to educate persons who were there and uh, to tell them the, the do's and don'ts. And simple do's and don'ts, they don't, they didn't, they, they didn't understand, they didn't know the whole shoes over the face kind of thing. And oh, it's like, shoes, it's shoes over the face. Yeah, because of the, the scent. <laughs> oh, no way. I haven't heard this one yet. Really? Is it? Uh-uh. No. Yeah. Oh, so like, you smell some stanky shoe, feet like, to wake you up? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. See, learn something new every day. No, I think I I, I saw a, a, a scent like people like those weightlifters like will do those body salts or something and take big huffs to get them energized. So I guess scent, you know, makes. Yeah. Well, a strong um, scent could I guess it, theoretically like, pull you out of something. Having faint spells mm-hmm. versus having seizures is completely different. Like for me, you know, you have to, you have to write it out. Like if you're having a faint spell, then persons use, yeah, smelling salts. So some of them come in like small bottles. However, not a lot of people like walk with this. (laughs) (laughs) So the next best thing would be a stinky shoe, so to speak. I don't even know if I answered your question. I don't know, but I just, you have, I mean, you are just even some of those cultural bits, you know, that, that are differ from place to place. I think it's fascinating. And I think it's fascinating, fascinating for, look at me, I can't even get my words out. I'm like, um, and wait, time's out. I just want to say, why do I feel like I have to scratch my face all the time now because we're on the camera? And I can't stop scratching my face. My face is way more itchy in this hour than it is for the other 23 hours of the day. Just (laughs) had to throw that out there. Anyway, uh, and it's not my medicine. 
So <laughs> I think it's fascinating to learn about the culture. And I think it's fascinating for the listeners and viewers to learn also uh, because we're not there with you. We don't know what it's like to have epilepsy in Jamaica. Yeah, and also like if you're coming for vacation, I mean, why not just know what's what what the culture is here on the condition that you have? Right. I think that's Is that an invitation? Are we going on vacation? I'm like, I'm just like, I hope you're listening. <laughs> is that a vacation? I'm coming. Let's go. Next Feel the rhythm. Out. I'll stop in Kentucky and pick Feel you up. Right <laughs> I'm going to my cool runnings, baby. I can't. Feel the ride. Let's go. Uh, I can't cool wait. Oh yeah. I mean, what, what? The only Jamaican movie Nathan has watched. <laughs> is it? I, I bet it is. I, it's my favorite documentary. No. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was um, an amazing film. I would love to go to Jamaica. I mean, um, I've always dreamed about going there. And yeah, when traveling, we're going to talk to a gentleman next week who's going to Amsterdam. And we're going to talk about traveling and, you know, kind of how he prepares for that, um, you know. Yeah, I'd with... like to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to do that. He's probably going to hit up the hash bars. I'm kidding, Matt, if you're listening. Um, but maybe. And, and CB, because, you know, Vanessa, CBD is a, a therapeutic drug and, you know, a little THC. Yeah. I don't think ever hurt anybody. I'm sure maybe Jake, Jamaica and Kingston partakes from what I've read and heard and listened to. Yeah, well, well my sip and paint was was at a um, was at a shop. <laughs> oh no way! Yeah, for, it was, for epilepsy. That yeah, event. Oh, well, there you oh go. man, we are That's definitely. Great. When is when is <laughs> sip and paint and puff? Is that it went 2.0 post COVID? <laughs> Sip and paint and puff. That's a new yeah. one. Yeah. yeah um, they're, they're very big on um, CBD helping. So I think that was, I don't think, that was the main reason why they, they, they joined. Oh, perfect. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's, I mean, you see it. I think epilepsy care really took the lead in, in terms of getting CBD, at least in the United States of America. Out. I mean, I can't tell you how many conservative parents I met that, you know, in California that were actually growing weed for their kids at a time when it was otherwise illegal and still is a schedule one substance. But and then you saw governors across the country uh, given the thumbs up for medical use, which is cool. So, I mean, I mean, it's a very it's a very serious thing. I know we're being funny here, but that's so cool. Puff and paint 2022. What is it? August, Vanessa, you got an extra futon for Shannon and I. What's up? Yeah. Couch I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't be one of those persons who keep asking me. So when is the next one? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's. You can't help it. It's what we do, Vanessa. It's what we do. <laughs> so when you go, um, I, I'm you're you're 32, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, never said. I think that's what you. <laughs> you don't look yes. a day over. Tw yeah. <laughs> No, but I mean, in terms of like mature relationships, like let's say you have a partner or something, and I know you're very vocal, public facing. Do, mm -hmm. Like I think because you know I I have a lot of questions from I have gotten I'm sorry I've gotten a lot of questions from you know younger adults about that being a topic and bringing up to their partner or in in how I I guide that and then I guess I just wanted to throw that question on you, um, yeah, and, and so... if and how. You, you do handle that. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very 
I feel like I'm very loud with everything. <laughs> Why? But I do have a partner and um, thankfully she was my best friend before we got together. So it made that transition easier because she knows all my drawbacks um, where that is concerned. And it, it, it's, it's easier with her. However, I've in other relationships, I've, I did not know what was going on with me. Like I said, I found out I was diagnosed when I was 20, 26. So not that long so, ago, really. Exactly. So yeah. I've only been in like one other relationship prior to this. And she was there for all of it. So she was understanding. So I didn't have to have this big reveal of <laughs> what I'm going through and if you um, and if you're okay with it. But I still had the conversation. I still had the conversation because it made me insecure in terms of would you still want to be with me? while I'm going through this, you know, um, especially with the anxiety that it comes with after the fact. So you have to have that talk no matter what it, 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 whether it's like friendships. Um, I, I started having the talk with the persons who I work with because no one understood. So I've, I've had to like do workshops, um, in my office just in case so that I feel safer, they feel safer. And, uh, you know, there is, those are skills that you can take on the road with you. So it, it's, it's just having that conversation initially with anyone, having that conversation as an adult with your parents, you know, because even though my mom was trying to figure out what was happening to me, I found out on my own what was happening to me in my 20s. So I had to have that conversation with her. It, yeah. how, how did go that ahead. go? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to follow up on that. You know, having with the older older generation and we were talking about these previous notions of what epilepsy is. How did how did that go? How's yeah. that going? What mm -hmm. does that look like you know, a little bit? I mean, it's a different conversation probably that you have. You know, with your yeah. parents and your coworkers yeah, I, I, and your I'll walk, partner. I'll walk, you, I'll walk you through them. <laughs> yeah, tell us because I think that that's fascinating, and you know, people don't often talk about these this too much. You know, these conversations. So I think it's a good thing. We yeah, want to hear. So, we want to hear. Um, the conversation with my partner at the time is: I had a seizure in the middle of the night. It was, it usually happens to me at night, so it makes it a little bit more scary because I wake up not knowing what's happening to me. So she was just like, okay, no, something is seriously wrong. Let's go check it out. And when I was recommended to a neurologist from my GP, I went to my mom and be like, and I told her, I'm like, Hey, so you remember when I was always having these, uh, I call them dizzy spells because you know, I didn't know. Um, 
I had one last night and it was really bad, I think. And so I'm going to a neurologist to find out more. So she was really like, okay, what should I do? Should I come? What? I was like, no, I'll find out. I'll tell you. But like when they, they did the first test and I think it was, uh, I always mix it up. I think it's an ECG. Um, they did that first and then I had to do an MRI and she took the MRI more seriously than the, than the ECG when I was doing it. And she, she was worried because she kept calling me like each time, like, when are you doing this? What are you doing this? You know, when are the results coming out? Like what's going on? Um, but even though I was worried, I had to try and calm her down. Uh, but when I found out and uh, when it was confirmed and I told her what was going on with me, first of all, she's just like, she knew, but no one gave her the confirmation when she was trying to find out. So it was just, it was the conversation was just about like, what were the next steps? And I had to be home for a bit because I was like switching between medications and I wasn't sure how it would affect me. And yeah. And even now we're still having that talk because she, I'm trying to let her understand my anxiety. So it, it's it's going to always be that constant talk, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. With my partner at the time now, she was there for it, so I didn't have to have that talk. She was with the doctors, and she did her own research because she was worried. Um, it kept on sending me like articles and stuff she has googled and i'm like okay calm that's, down that's cute <laughs> calm down um and um, then when it came to work i had to have that talk with like i had a job interview and i had to make it known during that interview that this that i have this condition and i always got the oh my god you know how what happens like so i don't some like at the time i wasn't sure if it was like you genuinely want to know what's happening or do you want to know how it's going to affect my work you know and um, yeah i was i was just super like I was in my head about it but I'm just like this is for my safety so I have to say something and there was a time where I got a job at a small print tray and on the first day I had a seizure the very first day I had to be rushed to the hospital <laughs> and they told me not to come back really yeah did they say why 
No, they're just like, oh, I think you sh you should like take the time to heal and recover, um, because because I was rushed to the hospital. You know, they would have to be taking tests and all of these things. So I guess you know, not a good first day impression, <laughs> so to speak. And like, I'd be on sick leave like <laughs> immediately after. Um, who but, was it? Should we throw him under the bus right now? Come on. Yeah. No, I, what was the name of the place? No, what no. was? Come on. I, I can't. Other pre, other people work there. They, it's oh, it's, right. it's their livelihood. I, I wouldn't you're want so to nice. like, shut down a complete place. We got your back, Vanessa. We got your back. But yeah, um, I've told other people who they are, but like not on a public platform. Uh, but. Yeah, and it took me a while to even, like, they're in a mall. It took me a while to go back there, like, to even walk past it because I'm just so, I was just so um, scarred by it that I never went, like, they're close to a food court. I'm just like, no, bring the food to me. I'm not going down there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I I know the feeling of looking at a place where you've had a seizure and being scarred, and then I, I let alone Vanessa on the first day. Um, <laughs> that's that's yeah. intense. That was that was a thing. That was a thing, and that was like one of the few times where I've had a seizure and like I was constantly throwing up. So it was just evidential that like something is really wrong right now, and. Uh, it just it it just it just turned into a, a big thing. Like yeah. the way I was like rushed out of the 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 store, the office, it it was just yeah. I oh. just didn't go back. That's <laughs> well and you didn't probably really know too many people there your first day. I mean it's scary I, I, all the way around. I didn't. Yeah, so it was just and this is why I spent time now letting people know what's going on with me you know and uh, i have to even though it's serious you still have to be like look nothing to worry about just if it happens make sure that there isn't anything around me put me on my side make sure that my head is secure and i'll come out of it here are my emergency contacts. Like, don't freak out. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, don't freak out. If it goes on for longer, then freak out. Like, you know, but this is what I go through. That's beautiful. I, I feel that that actually saved my life a couple times doing just what you do, Vanessa, teaching people around you. I woke up naked outside my apartment in L.A. one night. Just walking the street. I like had thrown myself down the steps. My neighbors called me. Just not the neighborhood you want to do that. I've had like the aura of feeling like I'm gonna have a seizure, and I tell uh -huh. you, I I straight like throw on clothes because I'm like I'm not gonna be naked. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna pull a Nathan. Yeah. Oh, so you yeah. have. A so you have an aura. Okay. Yeah. I just go straight for it. Just, you know, tumble down three flights of steps. And then, you know, 
but I'm lucky, you know, because I think the the way erratic behavior in which was described I was acting could be, you know, easily mistaken for somebody on a, I don't know, a meth binge or something like, I was, you know, <laughs> I was just like walking and then kids around like, oh, my God, how embarrassing. But, you know, thank goodness that I was able to talk to, you know, my friends and neighbors and they know they know yeah. they, they know and knew about it. I mean, you, I think you got it's right on. Yeah. Um, is there anything I, I'm curious to ask? Like, you know, I've kind of opened up one, one of the things we love to share on this show we did with Sabre is, you know, if, if is there anything you'd be interested in publicly sharing maybe that you haven't before uh, a moment sort of related? And of course, you don't have to at all, but it's just it's uh I don't think so. Because you seem really I vocal to me. Do. I feel like you're an open book. You come to me after we, we come off this. And I was just like, oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, we'll do the follow-up. No, it, it, it's... It, yeah, it's, sorry. We'll do the like, follow-up. It's one time at band camp, you know. Yeah, we want to hear that. What happened? <laughs> you know, Nathan fell down the stairs naked. Uh, I don't really have any... Yeah, Shannon, what's what's your? No, I don't. I don't. I can't think of any. I mean, I, yeah. I had a couple in the shower. My brother found me. That must have been a treat for him. But uh, mm. yeah, not not what your brother, your younger brother, wants to uh, walk in on. No, for I, sure. I feel like I feel like you'd have to like turn this into a drinking game to be like, well, you know, we shouldn't really be drinking, but turn yeah. it into a drinking game to be like, so I've had a seizure here. Shy. <laughs> I'm writing that down right now. That's actually I think a, that's great a great idea. idea. I'm down. Or you could do it the other way too. Never have I ever no. had, yes. you know, walked naked outside while I've had a seizure. I get a seizure. <laughs> and for those who can't drink, can just take a puff at the puff. But see, yeah, at the yes. puff and paint. See, it's look. I, I, we're all I we're space, full of all space, sorts of great space ideas. It's my drinking out, so I'm just like I'm on meds. I might miss one. <laughs> Wait, wait, I'm but, sorry, I missed that. What'd we'll, you say? We'll make, it, we'll make it a habit, kids. No, I'm saying like if I'm drinking, it's just like I plan it. It's not, it's never spontaneous. Oh, yes. Oh, tell us about that. How do you plan it? That's yeah, good feedback. Talk about That's good it. advice. Um, Alcohol's a big one. Yeah. So getting diagnosed in my 20s and then having to like be on medication for. I don't know how long and it was a experimental thing like oh I'm on this amount of milligrams and oh it's too much so let's try a smaller dose I've I've I've, I've missed that part to be like oh I just want to have a drink you know so I've come up with my own system so I don't have hard liquor one so it it spans between like wine and beer really and truly and then because i take my medication twice a day i would if i'm gonna drink i wouldn't obviously wouldn't take it in the night yeah deal then like i drink a bunch of water just to flush it out of my system but um i never get drunk i don't like 
I no longer like the feeling of not being in control of my own body. And that's what having a seizure does to you. So um, I'm just like, oh, I have a a glass of wine and my body feels warm right now. Okay, I must stop. (laughs) But like, besides that, that's it. It's not worth it. No, it isn't. That's good. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, I I can't. I can't drink wine, Vanessa. That doesn't. I'm opposite from you. I'll have. I'll stick with my uh, vodka soda, and I don't drink. Shannon's full on Jägermeister. Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying, you know, we're not doctors. We're not saying to do this or don't do this. Yeah, yes. Putting that out there. What everybody does is their thing, and it might not necessarily work for our listeners or viewers. Don't drink. But I, you know, I can't drink the, the sugar in the wine does something to me and it starts to make me, you know, Hazy. I don't stop. I don't stop taking my meds. Hazy, yeah. I, my, <laughs> I stick with the meds, but it makes me a little like well, it. The medicine, I think, for whatever reason, interacts with the wine. Yeah. It doesn't but, interact well, with the vodka unless there's been will. like five of them. So they said it will. I hope your doctor isn't listening right now. It's okay. It's okay. He knows. He knows. So I'm yeah, very I just, honest. I to mix it. So I'm just like, I'll pause, you know. Okay. No, I think, yeah. I think everybody you, has to do what works for them. Do you ever get shoulder problems, again? Vanessa, after a seizure? Like one of the, my last big seizures, I like you said, I got, you know, I'm so sick of these damn things. It's like, because I think a lot of times we touched up about it last week. People don't realize like for me, the next four days, like yeah, it takes four days to get like my shoulder working again. And, and do you have like, sh- like shoulder issues or like anything? I know that's a common one, like the shoulder coming I, out. I pretty much, I'm just out. Like I'm out of it. Like don't wake me. Don't like, mm-hmm. I, I'm so tired that if my body's in pain, I wouldn't notice. I'm just really tired. Yeah. Me too. It's just draining for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What medicine are you on, Vanessa? I'm on Lamictal. Oh, me too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. So I can have, have a good one. We got something in common. And Depakote. I take Depakote too. Yeah, right. you can, you can have all the vodka. I, actually, vodka is a good one. <laughs> you know, I think it's a it's actually keto friendly. I think, like, right? Oh, we're on the same meds. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't know anything about being keto friendly. I don't think any alcohol is keto friendly. Um, is it's it? not. I don't. I, I'm I'm probably tequila. butchering that. It's, it's something. Tequila. It's one tequila. of those. <laughs> you know, sugars. <laughs> It's just sugar, all this extra sugar and alcohol that people drink with the alcohol. That's where the big hangovers come from. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's sugar in, in vodka. Little tiny bit, yeah. but there is. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't it made from potatoes? Hey, guys, don't you remember memory issues? Not okay? all vodka is made from potatoes. <laughs> don't you remember memory issues? Would know. She's like, I'm the vodka expert. <laughs> yeah. I Well, you know how I know this? This is like a funny side story. So my best friend... Um, was we were all in Vegas and we were all 
you know, having a good time and whatever, drinking our vodka sodas. And next thing you know, you look over at her and she's just got welts all over her neck. And we're like at some, we're at some club somewhere and she's just breaking out in welts. And I looked at her, I'm like, uh, Lori, what's going on? And she's like, what? And I showed her and something, they took us to, I, I showed the people and they ushered her back to the kitchen and had her sit down. Turns out she was allergic to the vodka. It's potato vodka. So she can't drink potato vodka, which I believe is Belvedere is potato vodka. There's a shout out to Belvedere, but, uh, <laughs> boom, boom, but She's allergic. So isn't that funny? She can drink regular, but not potato or, or she could. So I thought that was really a random thing. Never yeah. heard of that. <laughs> Who knew? That's her Only because we brought it up, you know. Who else has a potato vodka story, really? <laughs> no one. No one. <laughs> no one. My friends are just allergic to like pumpkin and garlic weird oh really? so they can't have I've pumpkin spice lattes no oh that sucks nor, nor like anything italian <laughs> oh, oh my gosh man yeah those nothing are like italian. the best foods ever right oh i would be i don't know devastated what's so, your favorite food vanessa yeah i was gonna say oh, i'm a like, i'm a sushi girl oh, through and yeah. through that sounds good. Wasabi and all. Yep. I just, I just, I just need like a sushi station in my kitchen, and I'll be golden. Oh, that sounds yeah. I love sushi too. That sounds amazing. What other? I just want to. I guess a couple other questions I had for you. We talked a bit a lot about epilepsy and being hazy, not crazy. Um, hmm. what, what what's something people don't know about you that that they think they'd be interested to learn? Oh, you know, I wish you had asked me this before so I can think on it. <laughs> oh, okay, that'll be that'll be a part of the follow up, too. So you owe me two questions. We'll do a follow up in a couple um, of weeks, Vanessa. What do people not know about me? I mean, I am pretty like I'm pretty funny, but I think people know that about me. <laughs> um, I, think, I think I'm hilarious. I was just like, I think I could do stand up. I love you it. Know? That was hilarious. <laughs> But oh, I don't know. I like to try different things. Um, so, and when I try things, I share it. So it's never like a big secret as to oh, this is a hidden skill or mm-hmm. talent <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. that I might may or may not possess. Um, but yeah, I don't. Hmm. I don't know. That's gonna that'll be up on the follow up. Um, I can't I think you know. Like, what are some of these hidden skills and talents? That's really what I'm more interested in. Yeah, Vanessa. <laughs> um. Well, I did do fashion design for a little bit, so I'm oh. I'm fairly skilled at sewing haven't done it in a minute but yeah um i um 
Hmm. I'm very good at math. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Rain I Man like style. It. Wow, that's <laughs> my daughter needs a tutor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You can do all things virtual these days. Well, Vanessa, yeah, I, I, I actually really like math, I, I, but I've never like sat on it and be like, "Huh, maybe I should take up a career in it." Because it's yeah, no, but yeah. Every time somebody's like, so I'm like, what number is that? What percentage? Oh, yes, I'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, nice. That's handy. I bet you that comes in handy all the time. Super. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, geez. I wish I had that talent. Um, <laughs> Vanessa, I can't thank you enough for coming on and joining us for a conversation. It was, it was fun. Yeah. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Yeah, this is so cool. I mean, just social media. I can't. I, I remember like it was yesterday seeing that video. I thought it was so cool. This girl from this woman from Jamaica was like sharing her story just on her personal Insta. And, you know, I just I thought that was really cool. And I'd been thinking about you a lot when Shannon and I were doing this. And I thought, you know, we both agree that it'd be really special to have you on and share some of your background your interests, your talents. And then because we both know and realize underneath all that, there's a whole nother world that you're having to kind of combat when it comes to mental health and, you know, not stressing for seizures. And so yeah. I really appreciate you opening it up today and, and sharing that. And I, and I'm going to go ahead and thank you in advance when you come back on so we can follow up on those I two stories. Like, can I yeah. I can't on? wait. I can't wait <laughs> yeah. to hear those. Yeah, there's not going to be 40 minutes of technical difficulties. Like, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Vanessa. It was so much fun. Thank you so much, guys. It's It was, I haven't spoken in a while about anything really. <laughs> so this has just been a nice pace from persons who don't understand, you know. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there well, are a lot of them, for sure. There are a lot of them. Even my Too therapist. <laughs> well, we should do this and again. That's but we're here trying to, you know, educate and enlighten. Yeah. Next time I want to see like 50 screens and we're all talking and be like, excuse me. Okay, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Perfect. We'll do the, the vert, maybe we can do a virtual puff and sip. With 50 screens there you go can you get weed Sorry. yeah of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can say anything you want we call it here our motto we... is epilepsy is not filtered so neither are we okay so we are wide get... open here like, get... are, neither is weed epilepsy isn't filtered and neither is weed t-shirt t-shirt we got to get a t-shirt that's you know I think, it, it, tell me when your merch is out yeah we will yeah we will. um we can have well just to back to your question yeah i mean here we call it the bluegrass okay bluegrass state but uh i don't know it's just i think it's available everywhere it's just it's gonna be it's legal in virginia now um i know which is interesting to note but um, yeah, I, I, I once. What's that? I was in Virginia once. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. So you know. <laughs> I know a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, thank you. I mean, so much. We'll give you a a, a shout out and um and also for those who want to follow Vanessa on Instagram, we'll leave those, you know, notes and links in the bio and check out her podcast, The Pink Door, which we didn't get to. And the pink with a Y. Is that what it's the pink with a Y, right? P Y N K? P Y N K. And that's yeah, I think we all know what that is. That's awesome. It's and on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, that's so cool. And um and then we'll get we'll get into that and some other questions on next time because you still owe me two. So this is uh we're we're definitely on. Come up with come up with ten. I'll answer all of them. 